Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, President Biden takes an action that no president has done before. As Americans feel the pain at the pump, what it means for your next trip to the gas station. With inflation at its highest level in four decades, President Biden's big announcement about oil. Our prices are rising because of Putin's action. But will his plan help at the pump? We ask the experts, as the Dow has its worst quarter in two years. Russia regrouping. President Zelensky says Ukraine is preparing for a new offensive as Putin drafts more than 134,000 Russians to his military. Severe weather outbreak, 25 tornadoes and hundreds of damaging storms across the south. We were lucky to be alive. Tragic school shooting. A student is dead at a middle school in South Carolina. What we're learning tonight. Chris Rock breaks his silence for the first time since the Oscar slap. We hear from the comedian what he's saying tonight. How was your weekend? America, with small farms disappearing, the mental health impact it's having on rural America. Peanut butter recall, why Skippy is pulling jars off the shelves in 18 states. And on the final night of Women's History Month, meet the doctor who is a role model to many. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening, and thank you so much for joining us on this Thursday night. Well, tonight, in an extraordinary move to help Americans combating rising gas prices, President Biden is going to drain roughly one-third of the oil reserve. That is the largest release ever. And this is only the fourth time this measure has been taken. It happened during the Gulf War, after Hurricane Katrina, and the 2011 Libyan Civil War. 
President Biden will tap into one million barrels a day. But that's only a drop in the bucket when it comes to domestic oil consumption. The U.S. currently uses around 20 million barrels a day. And Americans aren't only seeing sticker shock at the gas station. The Commerce Department today said people are also paying sharply higher prices for food and other necessities. Inflation is rising at the fastest rate in 40 years. The average price of gas in the U.S. now stands at 4.23 a gallon. That's up 47 percent from just a year ago. And on Wall Street today, stocks tumbled to the close with all three major indexes falling more than one and a half percent on the day. Well, clearly we have a lot of news to get to tonight and we'll begin with CBS's Errol Barnett at a gas station in Bethesda, Maryland. Good evening, Errol. Good evening, Nora. Tonight, President Biden is offering gas customers like the ones you see behind me a wartime bridge, as he describes it, to get through the fuel-intensive demands of the summer until U.S. production picks up this fall. But with so much at play on the global energy market, there's just no guarantee what you pay to fill up will come down. I say enough. Tonight, President Biden on an unprecedented effort to ease the financial squeeze for fuel, placing the blame for recent jumps in global energy prices squarely on Russia's war in Ukraine. Our prices are rising because of Putin's action. There isn't enough supply. And the bottom line is, if we want lower gas prices, we need to have more oil supply right now. Mr. Biden announcing several new efforts, including accessing a third of the nation's strategic petroleum reserve until October. I would call it the mother of all strategic petroleum releases. Oil analyst Tom Closer welcomes the news, citing record prices not only for consumer gas, but for byproducts like jet fuel and diesel impacting all corners of the economy, contributing to inflation. How long do you think it will take between this announcement and Americans seeing the result at the pump. I think we get a little bit of relief here in April and May. Meanwhile, drivers in Maryland and Georgia are enjoying a so-called holiday from state gas taxes. I'm glad it's going down a little bit now. Seems to be making an improvement. With Connecticut drivers joining Friday and more than a dozen other states debating this or offering reductions. We can see an uptick. Patrick DeHaan of the fuel data website GasBuddy measured consumption jumps as a result of tax holidays and says that's a warning. Sheltering Americans from the consequences of high price could induce more gasoline consumption and it could cause gas prices to go up more dramatically. Experts also explain to CBS News that at this time of year, stations switch over to a summer blend of gasoline, which costs more to produce, likely meaning more of this. I used to go where I wanted to go, now I go where I have to go. Now, one thing to keep in mind is that tax rebates, if they are passed by states like California, typically come out of any tax refund you would otherwise receive. And here in Maryland, it's actually the station owners who get the tax holiday, with the state expecting those savings to be passed along to customers. So, Nora, there's just no easy fix to what continues to be an expensive problem. Yeah, well said, Errol Barnett. Thank you so much. Well, after President Biden wrapped up his news conference today, he actually made a point of returning to the room to address Russian troop movements in Ukraine. See this? Saying he's skeptical that Putin will withdraw all of his forces from around the capital of Kiev. The president also noted that Putin is beefing up his forces in the Donbass region. Meanwhile, Russian forces pounded the suburbs of Kiev today. We do want to warn you that video of the aftermath is graphic. Here's CBS's Deborah Pata. Body after body pulled from the battlefields of Irpin. 
the human cost of war lining the road to the capital and where Russia also suffered crushing losses. The enemy, they're just kids, the soldier says. They're like cannon fodder. But Vladimir Putin is not done fighting, today authorizing the draft of another nearly 135,000 new conscripts. In Mariupol, the promise of humanitarian corridors to evacuate those trapped has yet to materialize. It cannot come soon enough. Ukraine says 90% of residential buildings have been damaged. So these are all rockets. That destruction is just from the Russian missiles and rockets that have hit their target. The U.S. estimates up to 60% simply don't work. Every day we get messages from citizens who found unexploded artillery, says rescue worker Yevgeny. This is a controlled explosion. Yevhenny is part of an 11-man team whose job is to extract and destroy unexploded ordinances. We risk our lives all the time, but someone needs to do this job, he tells us. They've been collecting bombs, rockets and banned cluster munitions that have been falling in city centers, backyards and even in this kitchen. Every one of these rockets that's been found and has not exploded means that lives have been saved. The horrendous loss of life weighs heavily on Yevhenny, and with this war, he reckons they'll have enough work to keep them busy for 10 years. So much for Russia's claim it will drastically reduce operations around Kiev. Today it struck in the heart of the capital, and we can tell you we've been hearing air raid sirens and explosions in the distance throughout the day. Nora? All right, stay safe, Deborah Pata. Thank you. Well, it is going to be another night of dangerous storms across several states. The severe weather turned deadly early this morning and knocked down trees and power lines and damaged homes and businesses across the south. CBS's Janet Shamlian was in the storm zone. A powerful overnight storm in Florida's panhandle killed two people in a mobile home, part of a system that has swept the south, leaving a trail of debris and destruction. Everybody run out! So you see that spin right there? See it right there? All that Across a dozen states, 25 reports of tornadoes and almost 200 thunderstorms with punishing winds. Power out to tens of thousands and torrential rain. This is Livingston, Louisiana. We were lucky to be alive. Oh, I was just thankful. Thank God. Thank the be alive. Tonight, down trees and power lines in Mississippi. And this harrowing story from Alabama. I heard it, something coming, and it just got louder and louder and louder. And then I heard this boom. It seemed like the house just shook. In Memphis, this massive tree fell on a row of apartments. Marcus Butler's home is just a few feet away. What happened? I just heard a loud boom. And I said, wow. So I came outside, and sure enough, there it was. It's going to take them a while to get this cleaned up. And tonight, this is the type of damage we are seeing across the region. Large tree limbs just snapped in half. And across the country, March is now on track to have almost double the number of tornadoes that it normally does. Nora? Wow, Janet Chamlian, thank you. Well, to find out where the system is headed next, let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. 
And good evening, Nora. And yes, for the third day in a row, more showers, thunderstorms, and tornadoes. This is a virtual view of New York and Central Park. What it could look like later on tonight as storms roll in. We won't get missed here in the Northeast. We now are the next target. Let's show you the high-resolution future radar. And you can see plenty of storms across the Northeast, extending back down through the Mid-Atlantic as well. Many of these storms could contain high winds in excess of 60 miles per hour and maybe even embedded tornadoes. Everything should clear us overnight tonight, but a calmer day is headed in for Friday. Those storms could extend all the way back down into Florida, hitting us in central Florida, including Tampa and Orlando. And then more storms could return for the weekend as well. The unfortunate thing, Nora, is this. We do it all again next week with heavy showers and thunderstorms across the south and the possibility of flooding as well. Wow, Mike Bettis, thank you. We want to turn now to some breaking news with another tragic school shooting. A 12-year-old student was killed and a 12-year-old classmate is in custody following a shooting at a Greenville, South Carolina middle school. The school was placed on temporary lockdown following the incident, which took place around 1230 this afternoon. Police say they are still investigating and they do not yet know the motive. Comedian Chris Rock made a much-anticipated return to the stage on Wednesday night, briefly addressing that smack in the face he got from Will Smith at the Oscars. Cameras weren't allowed, but there is audio. CBS's Rika Duncan was in the audience. How was your weekend? <laughs> Chris Rock got a rock star welcome last night, a nearly two-minute thunderous standing ovation. After being slapped by Will Smith at Sunday's Academy Awards, the 57-year-old choked up during last night's performance. I'm still kind of processing what happened. Like, like I... So... Smith stormed the stage after a joke about his wife, Jada Pickett-Smith, who has suffered hair loss from alopecia. New video shows her appearing to laugh seconds after the assault. Fans we spoke to say Rock handled it the right way. What did you think of the show? I thought it was awesome. I knew Chris wouldn't address it the whole show. The Academy has started disciplinary proceedings against Smith for violations of the Academy's standards of conduct. They also added Smith was asked to leave the ceremony and refused. For them to let him stay in that room and enjoy the rest of the show and accept his award, I was like, how gross is this? Comedian Wanda Sykes, who co-hosted the Oscars, told Ellen DeGeneres she is still traumatized by the incident. It was sickening. It was absolutely, I physically felt ill. Now, according to multiple reports, uh, Will Smith was not formally asked to leave uh, the venue, but ultimately the decision came up to the producer who allowed Will Smith to stay. As for Chris Rock here in Boston, well, he'll be performing tonight and tomorrow. Uh, the performances are part of his world tour, aptly titled Ego Death. Nora? Jerika Duncan, thank you. Well, in the last two decades, more than 100,000 small farms have disappeared across America's landscape. And in tonight's Eye on America, we're going to take a look at the mental health impact that's having on the family farmer. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti has one state's solution that's just a phone call away. Most of Dexter, Iowa's Main Street 
is closed for good. So you've got one, two, three, four, five. That's the emptying out of rural Iowa is this square mile by square mile. Fourth generation farmer Barb Callback keeps track. So we're going to take this car right here on her drive to her husband Jim's workshop. There was a family named Leniker that were big farmers. It's the aftermath, she says, of around 90% of small farms in the area shuddering, unable to survive shrinking profits, climate change, and corporate farming. The callbacks are one of only a handful of family farms left here. Last 20 years has been terrible. Oh, you got to be great big or you just as well forget it. 500 acres won't do it anymore. You just as well have 5,000. Many of those who remain are barely holding on. First call to one mobile crisis. Which is why the Minnesota Department of Agriculture has launched a hotline to help. How many calls are you and the team fielding every single day? We field about 30,000 a year. Some of the farmers call in the middle of the night to a done because they know seeding has to happen. Can you just talk to me? Can you help keep me awake? The most urgent calls are directed to Ted Matthews. He once led FEMA's mental health response. When you get that first call from a new farmer, what do they say to you? The first call, they're very timid. Um, they're not sure whether they should have called. It's overwhelming how difficult things are in farming. There is not a minute where a farmer doesn't feel stress. There's something always going on that could go wrong. According to the CDC, farmer suicide rates spiked 40% in less than two decades. In Minnesota, Matthew says that number has started to drop as more farmers call and connect. This idea that you have to get so bad in order to see a therapist is, is a foolish one. Why wouldn't you want to be healthier? Thank you for calling the Minnesota Farm and Rural Helpline. America's Heartland. For I in America, Jonathan Vigliotti, CBS News. Such an important lifeline. There's a major peanut butter recall. Have you ever covered a carpet stain with a rug? Ignored a leaky faucet? Pretended your half-painted living room is supposed to look like that? Well, you're not alone. We've all got unfinished home projects. But there's an easier way. When you download Thumbtack, it's easier to care for your home from top to bottom. Pull out your phone and in just a few steps, you can search, chat, and book highly rated pros right in your neighborhood. Plus, you'll know what to tackle next because Thumbtack is the app that shows you what to do, who to hire, and when. So say goodbye to all those unfinished home projects and say hello to caring for your home the easier way. Download Thumbtack and start a project today. Tonight, Skippy is voluntarily recalling more than 9,000 cases of peanut butter that were shipped to 18 states over concerns that some jars could contain small fragments of stainless steel. Customers are being urged to visit Skippy's website for return instructions. All right, Jeff Bezos's Blue Origin carried out its fourth manned trip to space today, blasting off and landing in the West Texas desert. The 10-minute joyride took the crew more than 60 miles high. And it was homecoming day for college basketball coach Shaheen Holloway, who led the St. Peter's Peacock's historic March Madness run to the Elite Eight. Holloway today was named the head coach of his alma mater, Seton Hall, where he was a star player. Holloway's former players joined their coach today for one last huddle, celebrating his big move. Well, congrats, coach. 
On this final day of Women's History Month, CBS's chief medical correspondent, Dr. John LaPook, caught up with a medical researcher who has already made her own mark on history. Dr. Kazmikia Corbett is being celebrated for leading a team at the National Institutes of Health that helped develop the Moderna vaccine against COVID-19. It's Women's History Month, and you've certainly made history regardless of gender. I haven't been able to bask in it, really. There's still so much work to be done, so much science to be done, that it's hard to really soak in. Now 36, Dr. Corbett caught the research bug as a teenager when she worked in a lab at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. When you were growing up, were there role models for you, especially scientists of color? The first scientist of color that I met was when I was 16. And I like to say that he actually is probably the reason why I am a scientist. That representation that I saw in him, it made me realize that I could do it. Are there kids who are reaching out to you saying, hey, I want to be like you? Someone presented about me during Black History Month, actually, in my niece's classroom. And she said, that's my aunt. And no one believed her. So I had to drop into her classroom. Those are some of the most refreshing moments to have kids recognize and I think think of me as a hero, so to speak. And a role model, right? And a role model. A role model and a modern day history maker. Dr. John LaPook, CBS News, New York. We love women in science. Ahead of this weekend's Grammy Awards, Steve Hartman will have the story of a love song that was 64 years in the making. That's tomorrow on the road. And if you can't watch us live, set your DVR so you can watch us later. That is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell in our nation's capital. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes Podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news, and culture maker interviews, and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.